May this be in the name of Jesus Christ, the King of kings and Lord of lords. Amen. Amen. Today marks the last Sunday of the church year, the last Sunday after Pentecost, also called the Feast of Christ the King. Today we focus on the return of Christ, when evil will be defeated and Jesus will begin his reign as King of Kings. This feast day offers us a glimpse into the future glory of Jesus' great victory. We can see the victorious Jesus on the cross, which is found above our chapel altar. It is the Christus Rex, Christ the King, the figure of Christ robed and crowned and reigning from the cross. The Christus Rex cross is the earliest depiction of the Good Friday crucifixion, not emphasizing suffering and agony, but rather Christ the King of Easter triumph. Throughout Jesus' ministry on earth, Jesus spoke of the kingdom of God. Imagine you are in Palestine when Jesus was proclaiming the good news. You are not in one of the cities or large towns. You most likely haven't ever seen a king or a Caesar. You know the stories of King David and King Solomon. They were heroic men, but flawed. In their kingdoms, there was suffering and hunger, greed and deceit. One day, a stranger comes to your village, and there's much talk about it, about his teachings and his deeds. You go to the synagogue in curiosity and you hear him teach about the kingdom of God. It is like yeast that a woman took and mixed in with three measures of flour until all of it was leavened. And you leave the synagogue perplexed at the meaning. Imagine you are one of Jesus' chosen followers. You hear him teach and you hear parables about the kingdom of God. You too are perplexed. Probably more than once, you understand nothing about these things. Jesus tries to make the story clearer for you, but this is not a kingdom that you recognize and you don't like where it leads. Imagine you are in Jerusalem on the day of Jesus' crucifixion. You are close enough to hear Pontius Pilate interrogate Jesus. Are you the king of the Jews? What have you done? And Jesus replies, my kingdom is not from this world. If my kingdom were from this world, my followers would be fighting to keep me from being handed over to the Jewish leaders. But as it is, my kingdom is not from here. Imagine you are at the crucifixion. It is now about noon and darkness covers the whole earth until about three o'clock and the sun has stopped shining. 
you see Jesus placed on a cross between two criminals, one on his right and one on his left. You are too far away to hear what Jesus is saying, but others hear, and everything Jesus says is repeated through the crowds. Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. Who is he talking about? The two criminals? The Roman authorities? The Jewish leaders? Is he talking about you? Is he talking about me? Then one of the criminals turns to him and says, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus replies, truly I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. Who is he talking to? Is he talking to that one criminal or to both? Is he talking to you? Is he talking to me? Imagine you are a member of the church in Colosse. There have been problems. There have been rival teachings by people who didn't know Jesus and who have been spouting new beliefs and religious practices that compete with the gospel. A letter from Paul arrives, encouraging the members of your church to be made strong and to be prepared to endure everything with patience. You are told you are worthy to share in the inheritance of the saints in the light. You have been rescued from the power of darkness and transferred into the kingdom of Jesus the Christ. Throughout our lives, we too face times of darkness. Sometimes darkness covers our personal lives, sometimes our corporate lives, and sometimes darkness seems to cover the entire earth. We people of the 21st century have little regard for kings. They wear archaic clothes and live in castles and huge estates. Many of them no longer rule, but when they do, their people are subservient with little voice in the management of their countries and even their lives. Yet, in the midst of our cynicism, we come to church and profess our faith that Christ will come again in glory and his kingdom will have no end. We come to church and pray, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Today, on the New Year's Eve of the church year, we may feel as if we are covered in darkness. Next week, Advent and the new year begin. The first candle will be lit on our Advent wreaths and the first lighted candle will appear on the beautiful banners hung in our sanctuary. Our focus will turn to the lowly infant to be born and to the light that is coming into the world the light of victory over evil and death. The darkness will dissipate as we welcome the light of Christ. Reimagine yourself 
in the presence of Christ the King under his most gracious rule. Celebrate the kingship of Jesus Christ. Now is our opportunity to proclaim the good news that his coming brings joy rather than sorrow, hope rather than despair. As it is said at baptisms in our church, receive the light of Christ and carry it into the world to the glory of God. Amen. <laughs>